Hi, welcome to the Waffle and Jam podcast. This is a space where three friends discuss important topics that are not only thought-provoking for us, but also for you guys listening at home. We'll be discussing a variety of topics all the way from current affairs to mental health and even our own life experiences. So sit back, grab a coffee, get comfortable and listen to us quite literally waffle and jam. Yo guys, welcome back to the Waffle and Jam podcast. I'm your co-host Brandon Anthony and joining with me today is my fellow co-stars. CJ Jules. I'm Milan Jacob, top 10, top 10 wafflers of all time. Yes, yes. We got we got we got three of them right here. We got three of us. And just to start off, we're we're focusing now on more sports. So so what is we uh the three of us we we made a list of the top five go athletes and we're we're here to compare. But the thing is we don't we haven't standardized it because that's what makes our arguments and debates a little more interesting. So like yes. how do you define a goat sort of thing? And, you know, there's going to be a couple interesting lists. I've heard that, you know, some sports I've never heard of, like chess boxing. First time yeah, I've heard of it. Certain people and, saying that and, they've set the gold standard, but, you know, we'll see. All, all, exactly. I'm, say, okay, all, all I'm saying is I'm judging both your lists on how close it is to mine. That's how I know if it's correct or not. That's okay, all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'm doing the same with my list. You lot don't know ball, bro. I'm telling you, really? my list. Yeah, that's because that's cause my sport doesn't involve a ball. <laughs> yeah, it was the carrots. Yeah, carrots. <laughs> you don't know. Hey, chess boxing doesn't involve balls either, does it? And CJ was getting so gassed about some guy shooting carrots. No, I still haven't found his name. I still haven't found okay, his name. Okay, okay. Well, we're we're so yet to find for, this TikTok. For everyone in the audience, CJ in his spare time. He goes on TikTok and he watches carom montages of this guy <laughs> no, me, playing carom to the beat drop. <laughs> no, no, it's, let me explain. It's like it's like you know how you watch trick shot videos, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's basically so like, like dude, that. They're, they're basically do perfect. Yeah, and there, I think there's yeah, a lot basically. of there's a lot of trigonometry and maths involved with oh, yeah, with caroms. Yeah, yeah. A bit of so so toy, yeah. There is, yeah. So it, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of editing as well. <laughs> to make sure that the hole goes in, the, the, the carom goes in the right hole on the beat drop. So, oh, respect to that man. All right, all yeah. right. So, Indian guy. without further ado, let's get into it. So, we're going to set the we're gonna set the standard quite high. So, Millen, I want you to go first. With your no, standard. I'm not going first. No, no, no. You're, standard, you're, you're, standard first. you're the one standard bragging first. about how good your list is. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. I want to hear your list no, first. No, no, because... no, 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 no. Me and Siege want to be nodding to each exactly. other while we, while we hear these All right, cool, cool. Fine, fine, fine. So, shall I go through all the, like, the whole so, list? Yeah, so or first, just the number five? Do you want to do, do it? Do you want to do it? Your sports, I'd say. What five sports have you selected? What athletes from which which five sports? So we've got boxing, tennis, football, and basketball. Okay, so that's four sports. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because two of them and are from got... football. Okay, okay, okay. I'll see. I you think with... it will reflect. It will reflect me because okay. it's what nice. I it's what I enjoy in nice. it. Yeah, go on, go on, see. Uh, so for me, the sports are cricket, skateboarding, football, tennis, and uh, F one. Nice, nice. I was okay. What's... What's for the me, mate? For me, I got football, boxing, basketball, tennis, and athletics. Nice. Oh, okay. I already know who you guys from that I can t- just tell who you guys have got anyway. Same with you, mate. So now, yeah, same now because 
No, do now we... because I I went first. You guys, one of you guys. No, 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 no. Should we do? No, should we do no. one by one? Like one let's sports one person. Okay, so let's do football first. We we all got a common denominator with that. Okay. So. All right, give me one sec. I'm just gonna make sure we we I keep a note of what everyone's order is, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I need to know. I need to, I need to make a hit list as to who's chatting last. Alright, okay, so right. you know, I'll kick I'll kick it off then. Uh, so my footballer's yeah. Ronaldo. No, wait, no, wait. are we huh? are we going are we doing like as in are we doing like that or are we doing who's your number five? Who's your fifth one? Like oh, we're doing that... top five of all time, innit? So like okay. five, four, three, two, one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. So you're ranking oh mad, okay. That means yeah, I'm that's that's what I went through. Okay, all right. Okay, you you set you set the example. You lead by example. Shall I give you my number, number five? five? Yeah, yeah, yeah my number five was uh, Money Mayweather, baby. Money Mayweather. Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know. You, you lot do your five, like both your five, and then we'll, we'll we'll discuss. Okay. Okay. See, so, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, but mine is uh, Tony Hawk. <laughs> was that skateboarding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tony Hawk. Alright, well, Brandon? Mine is Usain Bolt. That's first. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I want to put it out there. My list is not gold standard. It's my list. Okay. So it's a, well, it's a, it's a subjective uh, list. From the moment you said skateboarding, we all, I think all, even the audience <laughs> knew it's a subjective list, all right? <laughs> Okay. You know, well, I'm I'll just explain, surprised he didn't have one of them characters. <laughs> go, go, Milan. Talk about, talk about um, Money Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. For me, he made the top five. But, okay, basically, yeah, when I was sitting down and making my list, I wanted yeah. to clearly define to myself what exactly am I, am I like debating in it. So I wanted to find out what an athlete actually meant. And when I typed in Google, an athlete is a person who competes in one or more sports that involves physical strength, speed, or endurance. And more specifically, it's a person who is extremely proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise, yeah? Nice. So, so then, based on that, I decided it's... Before, when I was thinking of an athlete, I was like, oh, I'll be someone that I could fit into multiple different sports. But, but then after reading that, I was like, no, to be fair, now I'm just going to refine it and be like, who was world-class or just unbelievable, just, un- just dominant in their own sport? And... What I did was I used a few metrics to sort of decide, yeah? So one was in their prime, they had to be world-class or the best or dominant in their sport. Number two, yeah. longevity. They have to be they had to be like dominant in their sport for more than 10 years. That's just like my sort of like threshold. Okay. And number three, eye test. And number four is just like individual accolades and just like team. If it's like a team sport, team accolades as well. Okay. And okay. based on that all together, yeah. I decided Floyd Mayweather should be... I think it's criminal not to have him in there simply because he's he's one of the one of one of the individuals where I look at it's it's the closest to a perfect career that you can ever ask for. He's one was a 50 and 0, never lost a single fight. He's only been dropped once in his career. And I think if you go and watch his videos, his defense just it's just revolutionized the whole of boxing. And a lot of people coming through now are trying to like emulate him and trying to kind of kind of copy him with the Philly show and all that stuff. Mm. Um, so I think for me, the way he sort of just dominated, you you, you can hate him because he's like so money minded. This is that, but just 
you can't argue what he's done in the ring. So I just feel like someone dominating for, he's dominated for like 20 plus years and he was undefeated. I just feel like he had to be in my list. So that was my reasoning. Fair enough. See, do you want to go for, for your... So I'll explain why Tony Hawk made it on my list. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm emphasizing that this list is my list. So obviously you guys can disagree, whatever. But Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk made it on my list because I, I love skateboarding. I've, I've always loved it. I've not been good at it, but um, I really appreciate people who are able to put their body through a lot of pain um, and actually accomplish something that they can be really proud of. I think all athletes, in a way, you know, strive for that in their in, in their own respective sport. So I feel like for me, Tony Hawk, if you look at some of the tricks that he's done and also um, the way he's revolutionized skateboarding, um, it's it's un- unprecedented. Um, he he created a game called um, Tony Hawk and it kind of blew up and the amount of people who've been inspired and uh, inspired to do skateboarding is is uh, it's crazy. Uh, even people who don't even want to skateboard, just watching skateboarding, it, it, it's unreal. And like I said, I think it's a really physically demanding sport. Um, people underrate that. Um, it takes a lot of practice and a lot of dedication, a lot of um, hours of you know just hours spent. To try and perfect even the most simplest trick and for me i admire the i admire how skilled he is but also how he um inspired a lot of people to kind of pursue the same kind of drive to to refine that skill in skateboarding um also he's he's a very well paid <laughs> athlete as well but obviously it's yeah. not all about the pay but again um it, it goes to show how how much he he's he's actually changed skateboarding and made it kind of available not available but like made it so accessible accessible to yeah a lot of people especially like you know um in in countries around the world where it it, it was it was it wasn't really something that existed so yeah tony hawk for me is um is up there as one of the greatest athletes of all time the bird man that's always that's always known as fair enough fair enough brandino so i'll put usain bolt top five because just the domination he's had when it comes to being on the track you know the confidence he brings his aura he's won eight gold medals in in three olympics he's attended four fair enough 2004 he failed to failed to win anything and then he bounced back as 2008 set the olympic record kept breaking world records kept setting the bar high and literally his 200 meter time is close to being untouchable. I think maybe in the next 20, 30 years, maybe due to the evolution of people and you know how how we keep improving the standard, maybe you know someone will be touching 19.1 sort of sort of standard. But I'll give you a couple figures to why he was he needed to be on my top five. So in the 2008 Olympics. Bear in mind, this is 14 years ago. Bolt became the first man since the American Carl Lewis in 1984 to win the 100 meters, the 200 meters, and the 4 by 100 meter relay. And he set records of 9.69, 19.3, and in the in the relay, 37.1, which is, if you know track, you know that is an unbelievable figure. So I feel like that dominance 
he just needed to be in my top five. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so just the two fair brand with with Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt was very close to making it on my list. Um, yeah. I'd say, yeah, if you had asked me a few months ago, I would have probably put him on my list um, just because of the perfection. And he, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he in the Olympics he won every single race he was in. The only one he didn't was because. The only one he didn't win is because one of his mates got done for like doping or something. So that, that gold medal got taken away from him. So mm. he had like eight out of a possible nine, but he should have had nine because he won that relay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't, the reason why he didn't make my list is simply because it's very naive thing to say, but it just it just seems to me that I just can't put the action or the sport of sprinting higher than something like tennis or football or basketball or boxing because I feel like it mm. just seems a bit too simple for me not 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 saying it's easy because it's not it's very difficult but I just because <laughs> at the end of it, you're just running in it just I, I know no, there's so many no, like no, you can't say that you can't say it's just no like, I understand it sounds mad it sounds yeah. mad but I'm saying there's less hand up because what what's what I think is important, as in what I value a lot, is like there being an element of hand-eye coordination involved in things like that. Do you go on? And, and it, like you said, it's it's a very personal thing, and mm. it it does sound very unfair the way I'm saying it. But that's yeah. the only reason why he didn't make make my list. But but I he could have easily made my list. He could have easily been number five. But just because of the domination, just because of domination. I, I'll be honest with Tony. Honest, Wolf, I, there is an argument. He did go. He did go pro in football as well. You could. You yeah, could suggest yeah, that. So, he man. did get. He did get a couple goals when he when he went pro. Come on, man. Oh, we've all seen him play football. I don't, play, see, uh, I don't see May, Mayweather banging in two goals on his day. He, he looks. He looks mad clumsy though. He's just fast. He does. He, he does. He, does look a bit like, he, he gives a little Lukaku vibe about him when he plays football. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, moving on to number four. What sport? Um, wait, 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 Brandon, but, but what do you what do you think about Tony Hawk? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you got. But again, it's it's down to what you think is like. Uh... You know what, Tony Hawk is. The thing is, as soon as you said Tony Hawk, I knew skateboarding. Because if you think yeah. about skateboarding, that's the only name that comes to mind. Exactly. Because of, nah, of how nah. iconic he is. Nigel Houston and is also huge. But, but, but I mean, for I the layman, for the layman, movie. we don't watch. Okay. Yeah, we don't watch yeah. skateboarding like that. Yeah. But like, my question is, to you, Sage. Sorry, don't no, yeah. go on, Karen. Because the thing is, like, if I was to ask you about golf, what's the first name that springs to mind? One I would be Tiger Woods. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's the first thing. Vijay Singh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second would be that, and then Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Yeah. But first is, the thing is, the, his name holds a lot of weight in his respective sport. Yeah. So I can understand why you. You put it there, but I can understand that. But also, my question mm-hmm. to you, Siege, is what? Who? Who were his rivals? Anyone who was challenging him? No, but that's the thing, though. He 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 didn't. Ha- he he just set the standard, and that's why I class him as someone very very Fine. good at what he does. And the thing is, like, I guess in skateboarding, it's about like the biggest trick you do. Um, and the amount of people that you inspire from the tricks that you do, and he did a lot of big tricks. Like I, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about tricks because we all decided know all of them. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> 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 
You know what? I'm gonna no, watch. No. Uh, I'm gonna it's watch the thing uh, is, yeah, it's, compilation it's, later on Tony Hawk. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. that in terms of athlete, I've it, you mentioned endurance as well. Yeah. Uh, and like obviously your physical capability to to actually go through pain and then come come out of it stronger. If you think about skateboarding, like every trick you do, even the smallest one, there's like probably eight percent, ninety percent chance of you getting hurt. And yeah. unless you're a professional, unless you practice so much, um, you're gonna get hurt every time you do a trick. But this guy, yeah. he 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 did trick after trick, and you know, he, obviously he hurt himself, but he he came back um, even stronger. And to still be able to, even at his age, like he's like 50 something now, yeah. he still skateboards. Um, and I think that that in itself is quite impressive. Um, yeah. So yeah. That, for, that's, fair enough, man. You, you've um, you've explained you've made an interesting intro, intro argument. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next one, I want CJ to give me the number four. Uh, okay. Um, my number four is uh, Lewis Hamilton. Ooh. Okay. That- I respect that. I'm jumping into that. Okay, take it. Who's, who's next? Really? Who's giving even, even, yeah, even I'm jamming into that, and I haven't like I don't really watch F1 like that. Do you want to explain why? Why Siege? You put him as yeah. number four. Why are we, are we, are we all not going to talk to talk about? Uh, I mean, mention our number fours, or should I just go into Lewis Hamilton? You can talk a little bit about Lewis. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, well, like, when I started watching, why why he had to be in your top five. So he just so for me it, it's just um, so when I started watching F1 like it was like the year of Schumacher um, and um, Alonso um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Lewis was like a new kid on the block basically mm. and he came in and it was like he always belonged in the F1 he kind of just took over and the amount of kind of criticism and like racism and all of these things exactly. that he had to overcome to be able to get to where he where he's got to and be exactly. so consistent. Um, in uh, in a sport that's that's that you could say was you know not not ideally suited for someone like him like or him. someone yeah, who came exactly. up from his because background. Also, just sorry to cut you off. Bear yeah. in mind, he's still only the person of color in F1 today, yeah. which yeah. is I think that's absolutely mad. But yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Chief. And I think like I think just 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 the just the resilience to be able to overcome so much adversity and still be so successful in itself um is also one of the reasons why i think he's not just a brilliant athlete um but also like a a great personality um a great sportsman and also again like an inspiration and a revolutionary in in f1 as well Mm. exactly well that's well said well said thank you yeah i'd say i'd say if you really want to get into F1 and mm. watch Drive to Survive on Netflix, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you were talking about it before, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Random? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a really good show. That kind of got me into F1 as well. But yeah, going on to, I'll go say my number four. There's yeah. my list. Okay, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Michael Jordan for number four. Respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any ops on that? Any ops on that? I mean, I, I, I'll tell you why I disagree later, but yeah, go on, okay. Karen. Okay, okay. The reason why... So the thing is, with the GOAT debate in basketball, you, you have Michael... Well, you have a lot of people that you could put on the list. But Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, list goes on. The thing is, I don't really watch NBA like that, but I, I keep up to date with with certain stuff and the reason why i put michael jordan 
instead of say say the others is the impact he's had on that Chicago Bulls team and he's got I believe he's got five rings correct me if I'm wrong Milan six which I think basically he's he's done he's done what Cristiano Ronaldo has done at Real Madrid essentially how how that Chicago (laughs) how that team has dominated and just to put on some stats, so points per game. So the leading all-time scorer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he's got a point average per game of 24.6 points. LeBron James, he's just behind him. And he's got a point average per game of 27.1. Whereas Michael Jordan, he's got a point game, a point average per game of 30.1. So it kind of shows the, the quantity about that, but it shows the sort of impact he's had on the on the court. And I I wish I I, I watched basketball when I was growing up because then I would have kind of you know been more up to date. Kind of I'd I'd really watch more of his gameplay because the thing is you can use that argument with say Diego Maradona and Pele. I feel like. Because it was like back then in that generation, not many people mm-hmm. actually watched full games of them, how they impacted the game really. We all we we rarely see, you know, what they done wrong on the court mm-hmm. and, and on the pitch. So that's that's one thing why, you know, I can't always guarantee why. But I feel like with basketball it had to be Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on, Milan. Do you want to? I was just about, I read that you sold me on that, Spurs, and you've explained it really well. Um, my number four is um, see this with this list, this order, it's a bit, it's a bit of a techie one because I feel like I mean, I'm just looking at the list and I'm like, should I put four at number three? Should I put three at number four? The thing is, I didn't, re- I didn't even order it. I'm literally doing it as I go yeah, on. Yeah, I'm just kind of gone down the window too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess okay. So my number four is Novak Djokovic. Ooh. Um, He's your goal of tennis. Yeah, he's my goal of tennis. 100%. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I, growing up, yeah, I never thought I'd see a tennis player better than Federer. Um, just on the eye, what he's done on the court and stuff. But Jock, basically, just to just put just to put like the numbers into perspective, Djokovic has the second highest number of Grand Slam wins. He's got yes. 21. Grand Slam wins, whereas Nadal has 22. Um, but the reason why, so for those of you guys that don't know, um, when you look at tennis, basically there's four Grand Slams per year, and each of them are across different um, surfaces. Um, and that's important because that impacts the way the ball bounces and the trajectory of the ball and the speed at which the ball comes to you and things yeah. like that, and like the amount of spin you have to put on the ball when you yeah. when you hit the ball with your racket. Um, so the surface is actually quite quite a big thing. Now the reason why. I would put Djokovic as my goat of tennis and on the all-time goat list is because of the fact that when he was coming through, he had to overthrow Federer and Nadal when he came through. And for mm-hmm. a lot of the time, for his starting of his career, he was always seen as like number three because it was always Federer and Nadal and then he was just there like a sideman. But then to do what he's done and come through and he came and he just conquered and he took over Federer, he took over Nadal and just overtook Federer in terms of the Grand Slam count. And fair enough, he hasn't overtaken Nadal in terms of the Grand Slam count. But the reason why I rate him more 
it's because he's done it all, more of like he's more of an all-rounder because he's done it across multiple different cool. surfaces and fair enough yeah, yeah. and fair enough Nadal has but 13 if I'm not mistaken 13 out of his 22 Nadal has been French Open and that's on clay and he him being Spanish he grew up playing on that clay court and he just dominated on clay court and he is the greatest I've ever seen on the clay court but he's not as much of an all-rounder and he hasn't dominated across all different ones like Djokovic has done and Djokovic actually when he won his first one he did beat Nadal in the semi-final at Roland Garros at, on the clay court so just the manner in which he's done it and just overtaking Fedra and Nadal, which people, a lot of people do consider the GOAT. I just think it's amazing. And just the way he, he gives me Ronaldo vibes when I see him on the court. Uh, he's just a machine. Like, just he, his durability is unbelievable. His strength is unbelievable. And mm. I've never been this more, more confident in a tennis player going into a match than I have been in Djokovic. And just to put into perspective, Wimbledon is known as Federer's backyard, yeah? Federer is considered yeah, yeah, the goat yeah. of Wimbledon. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's the, the goat one, he's like, of grass courts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's 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 won like eight Wimbledons. He's like considered the goat like worldwide of oh, Wimbledon. Djokovic has that. never lost a final to Federer. Every time oh. Djokovic has fought, played against Federer in the final in Wimbledon, he's 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 beaten him. Um, and and before and if you asked me literally a few years ago, if you asked me who was the guard, I'd always say Federer to the end. Federer, Federer, Federer. Like the way he plays, his grace on the court, unbelievable. But then after just analysing these facts and just seeing what Djokovic has done, they just got to just got to move with the time and realise that he he's overtaken him for me personally. But that's why I put him as number four. Fair enough. Don't, don't disagree with that. You're gonna disagree yeah, with that, Steve. I don't disagree with that. that that's a solid oh. argument. You, 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 you've got a very solid argument there. Yeah, I can't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing I, I, I would say to you is that, though, on the eye, I feel like Federer is is so much nicer. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. his backhand, bro, is just so beautiful. Yeah, at yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. He's like a very classy player. Yeah. But yeah, yeah should we it's... move on to number three? Yeah. Am I going first again? Can someone else go first now? Or... I'll go first. Uh, go on, mate. Yeah, go on, go on. All right. I've got Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any, any, any ops on that? See, no, after, no, hearing no. Milan, after hearing Milan's argument about Mayweather, I want to hear why you would say uh, Muhammad Ali's on, on your list instead of okay. Floyd. So, Milan's pointed out. Um, he brought out the definition of an athlete. So a person who's proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise, which I 100% agree because Mayweather, he seems to just technically he's better than all of his opponents. He can, he's got the better endurance, better stamina. He's essentially the better athlete in the ring. However, this is the sort of new gen boxing that we're talking about. And the thing is, I feel like with, with the old generation of boxers, they're cut from a different cloth. And the influence that Muhammad Ali has had on boxing, even to this day, is simply remarkable. Like, if you were to ask anyone, say 10 people, I guarantee nine of them would say that Muhammad Ali are the goat. And I'm not saying just purely on that why he's on the list. I'll give you an example. So, Muhammad Ali against George Foreman, the famous fight, Rumble in the Jungle. Hmm. All the odds were, were stacked against Muhammad Ali. Just to give you a bit of context, Muhammad Ali uh, has has 
had a common opponent with George Foreman. He's fought Joe Fraser and he's beaten him and he's also lost against him. When Joe Fraser fought against George Foreman prior to the Rumble in the Jungle, George Foreman smacked up Joe Frazier. And Joe Frazier essentially is basically Mike Tyson of that generation. Mike Tyson fights exactly like Joe Frazier. And George Foreman dominated him. And he's considered possibly the hardest puncher in heavyweight um, boxing. Uh, par maybe Deontay Wilder, now that you can make that argument. Mm. So when Muhammad Ali fought uh, George Foreman, trash talked him a lot of iconic things you got the phrases such as you know um float like a butterfly sting like a bee george can't hit what his eyes can't see you know so, sort of like th he's this iconic symbol that um he can talk but he can also walk the walk sort of thing you know a lot of people thought he was crazy this guy going in thinking he can fight george foreman george foreman was essentially this unstoppable force that you would do everything in your power to not fight this guy. And Ali said, listen, I don't care. And went into the ring, knocked him out, I believe in round 10 or 11. I got, I got to double check that. It's been a while since I've watched the highlights. But I'll show you a, a good video to watch. It's called um, Mix. It's a guy who breaks down the fight very well. He gives a lot of context with it. And it's called... Um, let me see. Let me find the video. But also, another argument I can make is um, his fight for human rights and how he said, listen, I'm not going to fight fight for the country. And he, he was put in jail for, I think, I believe five years. Yeah, like and he that. was in his prime yeah. then as well. And yeah. he was in his prime as well. So we missed out a huge chunk of yeah. what Muhammad Ali could have brought to boxing. So, yeah, that's why he had to be my number three. Uh, I like that argument. I do like that argument. Thank you. And I think especially the bit with the um, the five years that we lost, we don't actually understand how how, how much we missed out because obviously he wasn't fighting five years. And also another thing I want to highlight is um, but if you if you look what you can type it on YouTube, but basically there's like this um, iconic interview that um. I think his name is Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport, he basically did an interview with Mike Tyson and he was asking him, like, who's the go, who's the go boxing, this, this, that. And Mike Tyson actually started crying and he was like, oh, Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. And mm. and he was asking why. And he was like, there's no one that I've seen who would die in the ring like Muhammad Ali. And then he, Mike Tyson even pointed to himself and he was like, I'm, I'm not built like you. And he started crying. He was like, I wouldn't die for this. Like I was trying to, I always say that I'm a bad mother effer, I'm like the greatest of mm. all time, this and that, but Ali's a giant, I'm a nothing compared to Ali. And that's one of the greatest of all time, Mike Tyson saying that. And mm. it just shows how much, how much of, on like how, how, how inspirational Ali was, but also on how much of a different planet he was in terms of his heart and what he was willing to do to win in the mm. ring, basically. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> but so now my, my number three. Oh no, wait, is it me? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. My yeah. number. <laughs> my number three is. I feel like it's gonna be controversial for some weird reason. Even though I feel like we will have the same view on this person. My number three is Lionel Messi. And the reason why I put Messi as my number three is simply because of the definition 
of an athlete is someone who's proficient in a sport and who who competes in one or more sports that involves physical strength, speed or endurance and simply just it's no it's, it's no it's no secret how much I love Messi and just what he's done on the football pitch. But just being I think I outlined my metrics for it. So in his prime he was the greatest um on in his prime he was actively being considered from like the age of 24 25 onwards as the greatest of all time in football already um longevity is done over 15 plus years that's that he's won seven ballon d'ors he's won multiple he's basically won everything except a world cup that you can win in football um and obviously we all know this rivalry he's got with ronaldo i think obviously both of them just elevate each other to get to get as good as they have become but for me the greatest of all time in football has to be the greatest one of the greatest of all time in the overall athlete list because football is such a demanding sport you look at endurance speed strength everything's involved hand-eye coordination everything's involved and for him to just come regardless of how he got there is I don't really think that is a factor for example like people say Messi was born with a talent for me, that's not really important. If you're born with a talent, you're born with a talent. Um, and he mm. obviously did work hard to elevate himself. And fair enough, he was motivated by Ronaldo. Um, but I just think to have the to be the greatest of all time in football, that allows you a free pass into the top five list of greatest athletes of all time. That's what I think. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. I would, I would, I, 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 you know, I would dispute that because my mm. my number three is Ronaldo. Okay. Um, the re- the reason I say Ronaldo is because obviously Milan gave a lot of reasons why he thinks Messi is um, obviously the greatest of all time as a footballer. I think I agree with that. He's the goat of football. But in terms of you know the definition of an athlete as someone who is um, yeah, what's the definition again? Uh, it's someone <laughs> a person who's it's a person who's proficient in sports and other forms yeah. of physical exercise. Yeah. So I think it, it, when I when I think about um, who out of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi is more of an athlete, I would point towards Ronaldo because of, firstly, the style of play. Um, yeah. I think Ronaldo's, the way he plays is more physically demanding than Messi. Um, um, and if you think about over the course of their career, um, how much, I mean, well, to, to kind of keep up the, the the kind of way they play for such a long period of time. I think Ronaldo's done done it more consistently than Messi. Um and I think in terms of the teams they've been part of and, and the accolades that they've kind of um won over the course of the years, I would also say Ronaldo has had more of a part to play in certain trophies like Champions Leagues for Real Madrid um than Messi has as well. Um again, I, I don't dispute the fact that Messi on on the eye is the greatest footballer of all time but I think in terms of what as an athlete Ronaldo has achieved um, and the consistency he's proven I mean shown over the course of his career for me I think Ronaldo would top Messi on on the list of greatest athletes of all time yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with you one bit and the reason yeah. why I don't disagree with you is I'll explain later but I don't disagree with you one bit yeah. maybe there's a few things that I disagree with but I, I don't disagree with your final statement that Ronaldo is a better athlete than Messi yeah, of all time. Yeah. I can't dispute that. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to number two? Milan, you want to start us off? Yeah, my number two. This this is such quite fitting that it comes to me because my number two is Cristiano Ronaldo. So I put Messi as number three, but Ronaldo is number two for me. Um, yeah. and... Rose got a basketball for not number one. Yeah. Rose got a yeah. basketball for okay. number one. Come on. 
Um, so I put Ronaldo as number two. Basically, I'm not going to waffle on too much, uh, mind the pun. Um, but basically, I'll just repeat. It's just the same as what CJ said. Um, it's very close between Messi and Ronaldo. But when you think of an athlete, you think of someone like Ronaldo. Just what he's done, like the power that he has, like his speed, his endurance, strength, everything. Like he's just, yeah, he's just unbelievable. Sure. That's that's all I've got to say. I don't think I have to explain it too much. I think we were all sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> in understanding that Ronaldo is. Yeah. See, yeah. do you want to go? Um, yeah, so my number two uh, is Sachin Tendulkar. He's a cricketer, for those who don't know. Um, some would say he's the greatest cricketer of all time. Um, I would be one of those people. Because um, for me, Tendulkar kind of, he started his career um, at a tender age of 16. Um, and he was t- he was chucked into like the deep end, if you if you like to say, um, in terms of test match cricket. And if you don't know much about cricket, there's quite a few forms of cricket. Um, um, there's T20, which is quite a short format, so 20 overs, one day internationals, 50 overs, and then test match cricket, which is a format that takes over five days. Um, and the amount of concentration that it takes, especially as a batsman, to focus um, on a field with 11 opponents around you keep your composure at such a young age and excel um at the sport i think it takes a lot of um a lot of mental strength as as well as um hand-eye coordination um and um i think for that reason i think tanduka is one of the greatest he's got the most he's got a 100 hundreds in test match cricket no one's ever rivaled that um he's got over 50 hundreds in um one day internationals and Wait, 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 hang on. Sorry, isn't it? Wasn't it a hundred centuries across all formats, not just test? Check. I'm pretty sure it's across all formats. But either way, it's number one. He's number one for that. Yeah, and I'd say that um, with with Tendulkar, it a lot of things that he's done on the field has actually elevated the person that he's off the field as well. Um, a lot of people kind of glorify him and celebrate and also wor- worship the guy, especially in India and stuff. Um, and obviously in a place where there's there, there's a lot of, you know, corruption and there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, um, say like negative influences maybe. I think yeah. Tenduka was someone who united a lot of people together um, yeah. and actually brought the country together. Um, and I think that's, that, for me, is also one of the things that makes um, an athlete um, very important. So yeah. I, I, that's why I put Tendulkar as a uh, number two on my list. I had uh, one question, though. Yeah. Um, in a sport like cricket, mm-hmm. where Tendulkar is the GOAT, in your opinion, why yeah. does he, a batsman have more right to be a goat than someone who's like an unbelievable bowler like, I'll be honest I don't that really know too much about cricket yeah, yeah but me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> um, I don't know too much about cricket to know who is like one of the greatest like bowlers of all time like, I don't know obviously I know the main names but I don't know who the main one is that people say is like the best well why is it that it's a batsman that has to be well like, is it is it is it because it's more of a technical ability I don't, I don't know why no so I'd say the reason why Tendulkar goes above a lot of the like you know really good bowlers like I use one example Jimmy Anderson he's someone who's yeah. who again started very young and he's still playing um yeah. I think he's in his late 30s now but he's still playing at the the highest level and he's still performing every single time he he, he bowls um the reason why I put Tendulkar above Jimmy Anderson or any other bowler is um because of the way he's kind of changed the game of cricket in a way um and 
a lot of people fell in love with the sport by watching this man play. Um, yeah. And to, to be honest with you, people watch cricket to watch people hit sixes and fours and actually yeah. hit boundaries. Yeah. A lot of people don't watch cricket to admire people's bowling or whatnot. Um, I feel like bowlers kind of go a bit un, uh, unappreciated. Um, and I don't think there's been a bowler. Um, I, to be fair, I'd say Shane Warne, um, uh, he passed away yeah. recently, oh. uh, rest his soul. He, he, he was one of the greatest bowlers of all time. Um, and again, it's got a lot to do with the kind of personality that he has off the field as well. And for me, an, an athlete is not just someone who excels in in sport, um, in in just like on, on the pitch or in the ring or whatever. I think it's also the impact that they leave behind for people who watch them um and uh, and the way they make them feel and also the inspiration that they give to not just to play the sport maybe but also to try and achieve something in whatever else they want to achieve in mm-hmm. and i feel like the fact that tendulkar's had such a huge impact on india as a country um millions and millions of people um yeah. it, it just goes to show how how much um you know he he's admired by a lot of people um so yeah he he's one of the goats in my opinion that's very good that's a very good argument. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Brandino. All right, moving on to my number two. Now, my number two just got interesting. Do you know why? Because if you if you rewind earlier into the pod, I asked the boys um, what uh, five sports they picked, and my answer yeah. included tennis. And I've just removed that that answer so that that person. Due to Millen's argument, oh, geez, you know, okay. you know what? this guy knows too much about tennis. I, I won't be able to argue <laughs> about it. And he, he swayed me. He swayed me. I can't lie. Because the thing is, I did have Roger Federer at number three, but then Millen's argument. I was like, okay, let me let me save him. Let me save him. Let me save him. And then let me quickly remove him. And <laughs> I I didn't have Lionel Messi on my list, and I'm gonna put him on number two. I, th- okay. I think, firstly, because I can argue about football till the day I die. That's one thing. Mm. So that's the reason why I put them, you know, these two people. So I've got two footballers one, taking up one and two. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can give a, a more solid argument, I feel like, rather than, you know, for boxing or, or athletics or uh, most other sport, basketball. Mm. So I'm putting Lionel Messi on number two. Because, well, I'm a firm believer that um, Lionel Messi is the goat of football. I feel like he's better than Maradona, 100%. despite despite Maradona's argument about you know him winning the World Cup single-handedly and people were hacking him down and stuff like that. Uh, I can't really, I can't really give it to him. I have to give it to Lionel Messi purely because of how he's performed on the big stage when it's mattered. Mm. I'll give you an example. 2009 final, Champions League. Manchester, Manchester United versus Barcelona. Arguably one of the most historic matches in world football due to the debate of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi being the two goats. So it's basically whoever performs on that day is your goat, essentially. And I feel like Lionel Messi absolutely ripping apart Nemanja Vidic and Rio Ferdinand, the, um, arguably the greatest duo in defensive duo, par I'd say Maldini and um, Baresi or 
etc. The Italian defenders, they're they're in a league of their own. But to absolutely rip apart that Manchester United defence and score a header leaping in the air, I'd say Michael Jordan would, would be jealous of the amount of airtime mm. Messi reached. And him being only five foot seven, um uh barely anyone can push him off the ball when he's dribbling. Not once I've seen actually someone actually shift him. So his physicality fouling, yeah. Exactly. His physicality league of his own because of what he can do at such a he's basically like Cedro. If you've ever seen Cedro play, he's like <laughs> <laughs> look at Cedro getting gas. That's an unbelievable comparison. Yeah, 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 you can pay me back by so, by playing well. <laughs> <laughs> but but because he's so small, yet he's so strong. So that comparison with Ronaldo in football, everyone says, "Listen." With softer challenges. Repeat that. So that's point. another thing. Right, sorry, Brian, you cut off for a little bit. Just repeat. Oh, no repeat that again. No worries. I said. Um, about Ronaldo's physicality. I'm saying everyone's talking about Ronaldo having the better physicality. Although he looks amazing, this guy looks like a Greek god in the mirror. Yeah. Still at this yeah. age, at 37, the discipline he has. But we'll get onto that later because he's on number one. But it, Messi, unbelievable core strength, balance, things that, that you know make a footballer, he's got. He doesn't need to look the best in the mirror. Doesn't need to look. Although he's a, he's a very pretty player to watch, very classy, etc. Yeah. I think you know the stuff like that is what what really makes a player. The thing is with Maradona as well. He was so small. He was about five foot five, and you know you had so many players trying to hack him down. That's why also he's up there. And I I, I don't even regard Pele in my top three. Yeah, I neither do I. Neither do I. Yeah. I, I have R nine above him. I don't even think Pele is the best Brazilian footballer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so and I think also Milan saying, you know, being the best in football and football being, you know, such a popular sport and demanding sport, you know, and and arguably the most competitive sport because of its nature, you know, Lionel Messi just had to had to get on that list. So yeah, props to Milan. That for, was a, for, that was a very for, good for, for sorting out my top five. Yeah, <laughs> you swayed me. You swayed me. That was a very good. That was a very good um, explanation. To be fair. Um, Thank you. CJ, I want to hear your number one. Okay. Um, so this one for me. So I might not know too much about this sport. Um, again, but I, I'm gonna go off like statistics. Um, mm. and just what I, what again, what I, what I value as um, as a as an athlete and uh, accomplishments and things like that. So for me, number one uh, is Serena Williams. Um, and the reason I say Serena Williams, I know there's a few grimaces in the crowd, okay? But um, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Listen, okay, okay. I, so, no so, so again, I'm just, I don't know much about the sport, but um, let me just tell you, just reading off some statistics. So, statistically, um, I hear that she's the greatest Grand Slam player of all time, yeah. um, with uh, 23 Grand Slam singles, the most in yeah. open era, along with 14 doubles and two mixed doubles, um, career golden slam in both singles and doubles. Um, so and also, to, to, to cut off, she's 14 yeah. doubles. She's never lost a doubles final, by the way. She's 14 and 0. She's been in 14 finals yeah, and she's yeah, won yeah. 14. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, for me, I, I feel like when I when I've watched Serena Williams play, when I've heard people talk about her, um, 
the word tenacity comes to mind. Um, just the way she kind of imposes herself on the tennis court. Um, I was just waiting for that thing to go past. But um, yeah, the way she imposed herself on the tennis court, um, the way that she has overcome so much adversity, racism, um, sexism, um, and life-changing surgeries, and life-threatening illnesses, and still come back to be on top and kind of perform at the highest level is unbelievable. Um, And I think for me, uh, it had to be a woman at the top of the list because I feel like when you think of an athlete, obviously it's a very physically demanding kind of lifestyle that you have to live. And I feel like as a woman, um, especially like, you know, maternity break and things like that, it makes it a lot more difficult than it is for a man to come back and have the drive to still be physically at the top of your game. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I feel like Serena Williams is 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 a GOAT. Um, the statistics speak for themselves, but also just her kind of um, aura on and off the field, along with um, her drive to still be the best, despite all the challenges, you know, um, like racism, like I said, sexism, and like giving birth to children as well. Um, I think that's that's unbelievable. Um, and yeah, and again, uh, the impact that she's had off the field as well is just it's great. So, yeah, that's why no, Serena is the goat for me. No, no, Siege, everything you said, I agree with. And she was very close to making it in my top five list, um, simply because of what she's done in the sport. She's a, she's actually a, she's a pioneer. She revolutionised the whole sport, and she, her and her sister coming in as two black kids into that sport. Mm. They just came and dominated. You can't deny what they've done together. Um, And if you guys, for for those listening, I definitely recommend um, a film called King Richard. It just talks about um, their life and they were yeah, brilliant film. Will Smith plays their father. And it's just about how their father sort of just um, motivated them and just sort of had like a whole book written already before they were born um, on how they were going to be number one and number two. Um, yeah amazing yeah and there was this iconic line where um where obviously venus is older and she was like they put they put more like emphasis on they put more emphasis on like venus and how she was like a star and whatever and serena was in like kind of like in the shadow for a little bit and she's Mm. simply because she was younger and then um well her dad just spoke to her was like you could see that she was quite upset at that the fact that Venus is getting a lot of attention and he was like I understand you love your sister but you're just a little bit upset that you're not getting the the shine or the fame or the or the attention but I'm telling you right now your sister she's going to be she's going to be the number one right now or something she's going to be the number yeah. one that we've ever seen number one whatever but yeah. you you're going to be the greatest of all time and they, and he was right he called it and she always she is the greatest of all time because Venus is yeah. amazing but Serena just did Serena, went yeah. above and beyond but yeah. the reason why just to play devil's advocate siege the reason why she she can't be number one for me is I'll put this question to you. Serena Williams, if you put her against, if you put her in the male Grand Slam competition, no, is she winning you can't it? Do she win? that. You can't, why you not? can't do why that. Not? You can't why do not? that. Why not? Why not? You, you can't compare the two. No, no, no. Why not? Why not? Because look, so, at, look at the, the thing is, in a previous episode, you talked yeah. about... Um, athletes um say when we're talking about um in Malayalis or indian you're talking about the genetics look how yeah. um genetically males have the advantage no 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 females. i understand no no 100% no no i agree i agree but this is the universal list and 
in when you take into account this universal list, fair enough, you have to take into like context, context like genetics and all that stuff, yeah. But at the end of the day, it is still a universal list. And regard, forget, forget gender and all that. Well, are you saying all that, you can't forget the, gender and all of that because yeah. it's like again, if it's universal, then you have to consider males and females, and you can't just ignore the fact that a, a woman has achieved equally what a man could no, achieve I in agree. school. I agree. No, no, I agree. And for that, she would 100% be on my, my number one list. I'm, I'm a big at 100%. I'd say I would agree with you. And we take into consideration if we're basically the difference is that we're viewing it a different way but if okay. we're if we're taking into consideration the whole circumstance and everything serena williams is 100 percent on number one on my list and the other ones would actually there'll be a big gap between her and everyone else simply because bro she won the australian open while she was pregnant she was pregnant too much pregnant she won the australian open i don't think anyone else can do that yeah she's 100 percent number one but the what i'm what i'm just i'm just playing devil's advocate i completely agree with you yeah, yeah. but i'm just saying if you just keep it as like a standardized list and you'll just forget gender and everything. You're just looking at ability, individual ability and athletic ability in a particular sport. Is she a better tennis player than Novak Djokovic? Or is she a better tennis player than Roger Federer? You are it's playing a sticky devil's one. <laughs> you are playing devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. Yeah, yeah. Listen, just, you're always I, playing devil's just, advocate. I'm sick of this. <laughs> no, I just, I just like having the... Because I agree with you. I agree yeah. with what you're saying. Because uh, I completely the agree The thing is, you. when it comes to comparing men and women in sports, men are going to be superior majority of the time. Exactly, yeah. Because of the genetic advantage All the time, that men, yeah. men, men have. No, you can't say all the time because... You know, there's sports that, you know, like, I think table tennis is an interesting one because because technically, you know, if you were to have the best female tennis player of all time and the best male tennis player of all time, you can't guarantee that a game of 21, the male is going to win 21. 100%. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For technical ability. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, so it, it, with a lot of these sports, you, you have to include, you know, their strength, their physicality, and it, it's unfortunate to say that men men dominate in that field. So exactly. Yeah. I, but long story short, I agree with you, Siege. She's my favorite, and she 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 is she. I agree with you that she should be number one. But she won the Australian Open. She's pregnant, man. Yeah, a male is never gonna be in that. I mean, I can't I can't even say that nowadays because a man could be pregnant. <laughs> Shout out to the LGBTQ community. Man. Listen, yeah. we'll get onto that on another episode. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's going on for number one? Oh, is it? Have we done? Have done Has one? everyone done our number one? No, 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 I haven't. One, I haven't done my number one. My number please. one. Drum roll, please. Wait, wait, please. Siege, Siege, it's your number. Are you going first for your number one? My, my number no, one. Who's number one? Is Serena Williams. Oh, so it's me. Drum roll, please. My number one is Kristen Ronaldo. See we so, so, so basically the reason why I put Cristiano Ronaldo as number one, and the thing is, right now to the listeners at home, you're thinking, you put Lionel Messi, you've just argued that Lionel Messi is the greatest of all time in football and he's below Cristiano Ronaldo. What's what's your what's your thinking to behind that? What what logical reason could you give? And the thing is fair point. That's all I'm gonna say. Fair point to to your thinking behind that. But the reasoning I have behind Cristiano Ronaldo is due to... Oh, I just cut off again, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Your face is funny though. Yeah, you're back. You're back now. Though you're back now. Okay. So, so I'll say again. The reason why I put Cristiano Ronaldo ahead of Lionel Messi because of where he was and to where he's got right now. That that difference and that that mentality that he had, you know, always working hard, always striving to be the best on the planet. And you know, obviously that rivalry between him and Lionel Messi that has kind of pushed him to to keep striving to be better. You you could also compare it to this anime. I'm not sure if a lot of you watch anime, but um, Dragon Ball Z, famous anime. You have Goku and Vegeta. Goku's always striving to be the best, and then you have Vegeta who's always trying to catch up. And I feel like with Lionel Messi, he's he's the Goku. He's always he's all he's focused on himself, whereas Vegeta he's always trying to catch up to Goku's sort of um, abilities and talents by working hard, working on himself. And I feel like if you compare Lionel Messi at six years old and Cristiano Ronaldo as a footballer, Lionel Messi miles ahead of him. And I strongly believe due to God-given talent. And I feel like with Cristiano Ronaldo, he's the better athlete because of, you know, his mentality, his discipline, the habits he's he's created along the way. He's sort of become this icon in football, which a lot of young players look up to. Like, imagine being a footballer, um, seven, being like Zidane Iqbal, playing with your icon, Alejandro Ganacho, although he's... Argentinian, his his goal of football, his icon in football is Cristiano Ronaldo. He's still performing at 37 years old at top level. Although, yes, he's in the Europa League right now. He still carried Man United last season, being their top goal scorer. He essentially carried them in the Champions League. I was arguing before with these lot. I don't know if we have it on the pod or not. And the moment he didn't perform in the Champions League against Atletico Madrid, that's when we got knocked out. And I feel like, yes, Messi does have, you know, more Ballon d'Ors. Uh, he's got, Ronaldo's got five. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, boys. Yeah. And Messi's got seven. That individual accolade, yes, Lionel Messi's a better footballer, but I feel like Ronaldo's influence on the football community and his sort of leadership skills is why he had to be my number one. And you know, he's got he's got his iconic celebration as well. You guys were saying it too. You know, guys were screaming it in my cinema when I was watching Spider-Man No Way Home. So his influence on, on people as well is just yeah. So that's why he uh, there was no debate him being my number one. Yeah, and I think I agree. Although he's not my number one. <laughs> Sharp Sage. <laughs> Although Ronaldo is not my number one, he was still above Messi for me. Um, and I, I agree with everything you said, man. Like, if you just think of an athlete, the, like, literally, the, when you when you say the word athlete, the, the one thing, one person that comes into your mind is Cristiano Ronaldo, exactly. just because of his power, his strength, his physique, how high he can jump. Like the 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 stuff, like for example, that goal that he scored for Real Madrid against Juventus, that exactly. overhead kick. Exactly. Like the amount of like the physicality, athleticism you need to do that. It's just, he just proves it time and time again. Um, and yeah, like you said, at the age of 37, to be doing the stuff that he's doing, it's unbelievable. So I definitely do agree with he's you there. Still, he's still got it in his locker. Um, that's the thing exactly. as well. Yeah. Whereas definitely. if you compare him to Messi, you don't see Messi running, um, you know, running past like 10 men from the halfway line anymore. He's changed mm. his game. Yeah. 
But is you could. But Ronaldo has changed his game as well. Exactly, exactly. But Ronaldo changed his game because of an injury. Yeah, that's the thing. Messi's yeah. changed his game because of what he's in a new club, sort of thing, and all the spotlight is now on the. He's more of generation. like a centre mid now, isn't he? He's more yeah, like a midfield yeah, yeah. dictating play. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in PSG heavy. now. He's turned. I'd say I'd give him Iniesta. I'd give him okay. Iniesta. Yeah. But yeah. So who's your uh, number one? My number Come one. Please. LeBron James. LeBron James. Really? He's, he's my number one. Yeah, 100%. He has to be yeah. my goat. Um, and, I'll, and I'll basically explain why. Okay. 19 seasons yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. He, to this day, if you ask someone who's the, current, who's the best player in the NBA right now, people will still say LeBron. He had over, so I, I explained the metrics and stuff before, right? So longevity, he ticks that box. 19 seasons, he's been world-class, if not, like, majority of it, he's been the best player in the world. Mm. Um, I think, um, Brandon, you mentioned like he's had 27.1 points, 7.5 rebounds, 7.4 assists um, over his over his career. Um, fair enough, Michael Jordan mm. had higher, but the reason why yeah. I don't have Michael Jordan and I'll consider LeBron a greater player than him is simply because of longevity. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was, he was in the league from 1983 to late 90s or whatever, but he only really properly went to the finals from 91 onwards. He took a bit of a break and then he came back. He did two free peaks. LeBron's been to, I think there was a period when he went to like eight straight finals or something like that. He, and, and how is, it's one thing that people make fun of LeBron for is saying that his final, he, they make fun of him for going to the finals. Um, and his record, I believe, is four and six. So he's won four and lost six. But it take, what it takes to get to an NBA finals, to carry, because a lot of the times he carried that team. He was the best player in that team and he carried that team. It takes well, a lot. In, in, in the Cavs. Yeah, in the Cavs, yeah. But he also had a good team with him, to be honest. He had Kyrie. I would, I, I, but I would disagree. He had Kyrie, yes, and that's when they won. But there were times when Kyrie was injured and, and he owned, and even Kevin Love was injured and they got to the finals against Golden State in 2015. Fair enough, they lost, but he yeah, still got them to the finals. Because even before he came to the Cavs that season, because he left Miami in 2014 and came to Cavs, mm. Cavs were like bottom. And mm. whatever team he goes to, they end up going to the finals. And obviously, there's no that's no coincidence. It's just he's just the common denominator. And people keep saying this argument that Michael Jordan, like he he carried the balls. I would actually argue that he. Uh, fair enough. Okay, if Michael Jordan was there. He was clutch. He was the he was the X factor. He was the guy you needed to get you over the line. But when Michael Jordan stopped playing basketball, the next season the balls without Michael Jordan went. 60 and whatever they won 60 games they've made the playoffs they 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 were a very good team whereas when LeBron James left Cavs and went to Lakers the next season Cavs are bottom seed that you you can just see the impact that he has on every team that he's been to and he's very similar to Ronaldo in the sense that he's an absolute specimen longevity like what he's done not even he's just transcended the sport not even just but on the, the thing court. is the thing is he's not even the Wait, sorry, you cut off, bro. One second. I think it's just. Is it Dick Armbruzzo? 
Yeah, it's fun. He he's not even the lead leading all time goal scorer in the NBA, whereas Ronaldo is. But then then the question is, where do you draw your line then? Because you're because is it goals or is it points that defines a player, or is it more like your impact on the game? Because but LeBron th- makes players around him better. But the thing is, oh, okay, okay. You get what I mean? Yeah. He he he's more of like a facilitator, and he's like he. He dict- if you if if you watch him play, he dictates the whole play, and he's like his IQ is so on another level compared to everyone else. Like even when he's playing, he'll be talking to his teammates and be like, "You can't go this way. You take him with you," and it's just like literally just poetry in motion, and and he just controls everything. Um, and I think yeah, fair enough. Like you can compare that, and like he didn't have as much of a higher points per game as Michael Jordan, but he's played longer. So it's much harder to have a higher points per game average when you play longer, when, you, when you've been in the NBA for longer seasons because you simply because you're playing more games. Um, and I think four, four, four championships he's won, four finals MVPs. He's made All-Star in 18 seasons. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he's very similar to Ronaldo in that he's transcended the sport, um, stood up for a lot of things off the court like racism and things like mm. that he's just an absolute mate like just an amazing athlete um yeah i would say even mobs would disagree with me because mobs is like a diehard lebron fan but he even says michael jordan's the go but for me i just mm. think as a basketball player i think lebron is better than michael jordan and for me he was the go fair enough i think i think if if he surpasses kareem on points he could potentially be be the goat for me yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just the longevity that's just. Mm. And I think I think he's play. I think he, the reason why he's playing is he wants to overtake Kareem. Kareem, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the reason why he keeps playing. I think. Because um, he's what he's thirty-seven as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think he's right. thirty-eight. No, he's when thirty-seven. No, you're right. He's thirty-seven. He's thirty-seven. Huh? When did Michael Jordan stop playing? I think thirty-seven, thirty-four, thirty-five. Would you would you say that um, I don't know much about basketball, so I've just been quiet. But would you say that um, the intensity in the sport has got uh, is it is it higher now? So do you think it? it um, you said he's transcendent and it, he's kind of you know car- carried his team or whatnot. In yeah. terms of like endurance and stuff, do you feel like it? Because I mean, in football, I guess now players are expected to play more and things like that, so they have to be more fit and stuff. Is that the same in basketball as well, or is that is that not? I think so, because LeBron plays majority of the minutes in every game and majority of the season, and simply because he he needed to play to make sure his team went to the finals, and he's done it for 19 seasons. And fair enough, like you counterbalance that with like the amount of money he spent on his body and like, there's new technology and everything like that. Science has like progressed a lot, which allows you to recover better. But even still, he's he's just remained at the top of his game for so long. And the same reason why we put Ronaldo Messi above all the other previous yeah. like footballing goats, I'll put in quotation marks. I think that's the reason why I put LeBron as number one. Okay, fair enough. I mean, again, I don't know much of basketball, but I agree with uh, your your points that you made. Brown James. So just to sort of um, go through the list again. So Brandon's list, top five greatest athletes of all time. Number one, 
No, number five, Usain Bolt. Number four, Michael Jordan. Number three, Muhammad Ali. Number two, Lionel Messi. And number one, Cristiano Ronaldo. CJ, number five. Okay, let me stop laughing. So number five is Tony Tony Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Number five is Tony Hawk. Number four is Lewis Hamilton. Number three is Cristiano Ronaldo. Number two is Sachin Tendulkar. Number one is Serena Williams. The GOAT, the GOAT. And, and my list, number five is Mayweather. Number four is Novak Djokovic. Number three is Lionel Messi. Number two is Cristiano Ronaldo. And number one is LeBron James. To be fair, really... all in all, it was good. It's a good list overall, I think. There are a lot of similarities between, between our lists. Um, but I think it's just interesting to see what you guys consider as your criteria for being the GOAT. See, it's interesting you say that because it kind of, it's a good way to kind of bring on bring it on to our next topic because I feel yep. like I kind of spoke about a lot of my um well the majority of my list based on the kind of influence and inspiration that they have um on people and so yep. I think when we talk about inspiration um and um the people who inspire you or have inspired you to do something. I think that's, that's for a lot of people growing up, I think that's a huge part of their life because you have role models um, and people that you look up to and it shapes how you kind of view life and view certain things. Um, as a person, it kind of models you into how you treat people and how you treat yourself as well. So I think it's interesting for us to talk about, you know, who were our inspirations when we were growing up? Um and I'll just put it to you guys, you know, who inspired you when you guys were growing up? Like, Milan, do you want to take it away? Um, yeah. So my, this is a bit of a sticky one for me, because I'll be honest here, when I, when I was sitting down and thinking about who inspired me when I was growing up, I couldn't really think of a proper list of people. Because when I was just thinking about growing up, I always think of me as a kid. I don't feel like there was, any like public figure that I was properly inspired by but if I think about who inspires me daily now and who is an inspirational icon for me in my young adult age um, I would I would say these two particular people and basically for for those of you guys that are listening now if you don't know I, I'm, a, I'm a Catholic as, as are the rest of this the rest of the uh, the waffle and jam crew and mm. for me Catholicism is something that's very dear to my heart and I was born a Catholic and my faith is a big part of my life and gives me a lot of guidance um, and it allows me to sort of just go through my life and knowing that I'm doing the right thing and just fulfilling God's will um, and for me the two people that I would say inspire me a lot are two Catholics and they're actually two Catholic priests so one is a Catholic priest a lot of people might actually know him he's quite famous on uh, social media his name is father mike schmitz he's an american priest a uh, catholic priest and also the next one is father josh johnson is another catholic american priest um and the reason why i find them very inspirational is because i feel like father mike schmitz well both of them but father mike schmitz in, in particular they've actually revolutionized the way the gospel is spread um to people all over the world um he's made it one thing one way he's done that is made it 
so accessible. And w- one way that people have described him is he's he's a living saint in the Catholic Church um, right now. And I'll give you an example of what he's done. So he 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 preaches the good news in such a great way. Like he appeals to the younger population because he's aware that the young people are the future of the church. So he's very like big on making sure that he he preaches the good news and sort of invites them into understanding what the teachings of the church are. The ways that he does that, he has this podcast. He has multiple different podcasts, actually. He has one where he he posts his homilies and like his his sort of teachings and sermons and things like that. And he has another one that he calls the Bible in a Year podcast. And it's actually it's such a sick podcast because whenever I I always growing up, I always knew it's really important to read the Bible. But a lot of the times I would find it quite boring and I'd find it like a, a quite, quite like a hefty task. Um, just because it, it can, Bible can get confu- quite confusing, just simply because of translation, the language, and just because it's quite a big book, isn't it? Or multiple different books within a massive book. Um, but he basically made a podcast where he reads through different sections of the Bible, and in one whole year, 365 days, he would have completed the whole Bible. Um, so what you do is you listen to the podcast, and he talks through the whole Bible in bit by bit, and he explains it, and he sort of links it to the teaching of the Catholic Church. And he just explains it in such nice bite-sized little, little, yeah, little like little nuggets of information that he gives you is just so, so useful and it and it's just so easy to understand. I feel like my faith has grown a lot by partaking that podcast. And one of our mates, John, John actually completed the whole thing, um, and he and he said it was extremely useful for him as well. So it just shows how much of an impact he's had in spreading the good news in this current world in this current day and age. Um, so I think. And Father Father Josh Johnson, he also does a podcast as well. Um, so for the similar reasons as to why Father Mike from is, is one of my inspirational icons, I'd say Father Josh's as well. So those are two people that I'd, I'd put as my inspirational icons. I like that. What I was going to say was, yeah, just based on what you're saying, I've listened to Father Mike Schmitz as well. And I feel like when you when you think about someone who's an inspiration or um, or someone who kind of has a lasting impact on you, you it's usually someone who, for example, captivates you in how they talk or how they yeah. spread a message about something or just the way they carry themselves or they set an example in how they do certain things. And I feel like Father Mike Schmitz, from listening to him, he's someone who captivates you in the way he talks so you mentioned how he he kind of um kind of focuses a lot of his sermons and what he says on younger people and focusing on you know young people being part of the church i feel like that's really significant because when someone listens to to fast that you want to listen more not i mean i I necessarily doesn't listen thinking that you know it's going to transform my faith or whatever but i started listening because you know i i really liked hearing the sound of his voice and also the way he shared certain things and that kind of grows on you and that's what made me kind of become more in touch with my faith um and the reason Mm. i mentioned you know um people who 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 kind of captivate you and how they talk and also how they um um, carry themselves um, it kind of brings me on to who my inspiration is and for me it's my mum and uh, the the reason that it's my mum is because it kind of makes me really emotional talking about it but um, I like that. So, yeah um, and the reason is because you know ever since I was born you know she's kind of um, handled uh, the, the shit that I've kind of thrown in her face but not just that it's just 
there's been a lot of adversity in you know um the lives of you know a lot of first generation um Malus or just immigrants in general and the the resilience that my my mom has shown especially um, obviously my dad is a great support network as well for her but i feel like a, a large part of her life she had to work really hard by herself um to be able to support both my dad and also the rest of my family as well and being a sibling you know of five and being the youngest sibling um it's it's something you know it, it's something unbelievable the the achievement that she's you know she's achieved mm. and every day you know i i like milan said there wasn't a lot of people that i looked up to growing up um i mean there were sports people and stuff that i thought well, oh this this you know they they're inspiring to me but for me it all started with mum just just you know the way the, the how hard working she is um and you know the the amount of care that she gave and the endless love that she gave not just to me and my my family but also through the service that she gives us as a nurse as well is is really inspiring to me um and so th- that's the reason why i would put my mom as an inspirational icon for myself and and i'd also encourage everyone listening to you know um give their mom a hug and tell them that you love them um because yeah, you know sometimes yeah, they really need that and i guess when you get older you you forget to do that as well so there you go that's that's my inspiration i quite like that that was very that beautifully was, said that was, beautiful. that was brilliant that's the best that's, one that was the best yeah. one i didn't anything top that that was the best one uh wow I, I, for, for the for the for the audience listening, I'd also like to say me and Brandon do also love our moms. Like, yeah, we do, we do, we do, we do. we do also find them as inspiration. My inspirational icon is also my mom. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah. Um. Okay, so you know what? When when the the question was posed to me. I immediately was thinking of a lot of athletes because, you know, right, you know, what we were just talking about. And in my head, I had Cristiano Ronaldo, I had Muhammad Ali, I had Lionel Messi. This goes on. However, when I put everything aside and I focus on the purpose of my life and why why I wake up every day, why I'm able to breathe, why I've got two eyes to see, etc. Why I have a beautiful family, all the privileges I have. There's only one inspirational icon that I can truly say, listen, this is my inspiration. And as corny as it may sound to, to the listeners at home, it has to be Jesus Christ. Growing up as a Catholic, as a Christian, you know, our main focus is to live like Jesus. The aim to spread the good news is to make sure everyone knows how Jesus lived so that we can um, sort of emulate that type of life because Jesus is the perfect example of love. And I feel like, you know, having having um, that sort of loving nature towards you and can really um, cause people to sort of reciprocate that energy. And I feel like love is the most beautiful thing in this world. So I feel like, yeah, that's why that's why I had to pick Jesus Christ and the influence he's had on my life growing up as a Christian, as a Catholic yeah reading the gospel although it was extremely hard when i started reading reading the bible i I focused on the old testament because i went from the start of the bible to the end yeah i was it was really hard for me to focus on the old testament but as soon as i i went on to the new testament yeah it was just so easy to read and the thing is with the bible app on the U version app it actually highlights in red all of jesus's quotes and I've I've jotted down a lot of his 
preachings and I've tried to sort of emulate that lifestyle into you know my my day to day. So yeah, that's why you know that was a, the only choice I could, I yeah, could choose. Yeah, I think that is the most perfect role model that you can have, or perfect <laughs> inspiration. Jesus was perfect. What Jesus is perfect. Mm. I like how Brandon talked about love and how it's um it it it's you know it's it's the essence of everything basically. Um, and it, it reminds me of a quote actually from Interstellar, um, one of my favorite movies of all time. And it, it, okay. it it's basically it transcends time and uh, time and space and gives a concept concept of existence into the soul. I can repeat that again. So love transcends time and space. Yeah. And it gives a concept of existence into the soul. Oh, that's beautiful. Obviously, with the interstellar music in the background, it sounds more powerful. But, yeah, but yeah. I, I truly do believe love is something that that is um, consistent across like time and space. And you know, I feel like it, it's got the power to bring a lot of people together. Um, and it, it kind of unites a lot of different people at times when there's a lot of adversity around. Um, and yeah, I think again. I feel like all the 100%. Yeah, I think all um 100%. Yeah. And I think even the the idea of being inspired by someone, there's an aspect of love. You have to love what they do or love what they preach yeah. or um what they believe in as well. So I think yeah, being inspired by someone it means that you know you love what they stand for as well. Yeah, and I and I, I agree with the fact that love is the most important thing, man, because a lot of things a lot of problems in this world can be solved by love firstly but also th this reminds me of this video that i watched um an interviewer was um talking to kendrick lamar um and it was one of the most like oh, it's just most eye-opening like statements that i've ever heard in my life um and basically it was just they're just talking about the meaning of life and like how you know obviously like all these scientists and everyone loves to complicate everything like what's the meaning of life this is that and kendrick lamar was just talking about it. he was like everyone loves to complicate this and say oh this is the meaning of life this is what you're meant to do your purpose is this what the purpose is that and he was like and then he, he stripped everything down and he goes when is everyone going to finally realize that the meaning of life is just love that's it you're just put on this earth to love people and pay it forward that's all you're meant to do and once you do that you'll find happiness in your soul um and with love a lot of problems can be solved and i think that that fits in really nicely with what you said siege and on that note i love this podcast <laughs> <laughs> hey, on that note, i love you guys man yeah i love you guys yeah also tell your boys tell your friends tell your parents that you love them man tell your family exactly. tell your tell your mates like everyone tell exactly. them that you love them because sometimes that's all you need you don't know what anyone's going through like not everyone talks about their problems to each other you don't know like someone might be you might see your mate one day and like they they might have just had like a madness going on at home just tell them you love them and that might be like what they need to sort exactly. of lift their soul and have a good day yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask you guys. Yeah, so we spoke. We're talking about like inspirational icons and stuff, right? It, other than people, is there like an act of service, or is there anything in particular other than like a person that inspires you? Millen Jacob, my doctor. 
saving lives for because the reason the reason i asked the, the reason i asked that question yeah is because sometimes like for example people say that an act of kindness goes a long way right and that yeah. you should yeah. um you should you should um when 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 you um do something kind to somebody it inspires them to be kind well, to somebody else so yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- and that's why i've I got feel like one. you're gone basically this is gonna be this is quite a personal one yeah mm. so yeah, it's gonna sound very like minor. You sure you wanna? You, you sure you wanna show it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, this go is, on. It's gonna sound like very minor, but basically, for those of you guys listening, um, myself and CJ have been mates since like we were like six, yeah. Um, and then so CJ's like he's quite old. Um, he's not old, but he's two years older than me, innit? I'm an uncle, so, like, basically. <laughs> he's two years older than me. So with like things mm. like driving and stuff like that, so CJ got his license before me. Um, and he was like driving for like like a couple of years before before I started driving and stuff. And then throughout this time, obviously we'd like play football together. We'd go play power league in like East London or whatever. We have to go to like like just whatever motives it is, isn't it? And one thing that sort of like inspired me or was really stuck with me is the fact that any situation, anything, CJ would always give me a lift. He wouldn't even ask anything. Like he he would even if it was going out of his way. He would come, take, pick me up, take me to football, drop me back all the time. Like me and my brother, like, all the time, he'd always pick pick us. I never, ever, ever complain. He'd never be like, oh, that's long. He'd never be like, oh, I'm paying piece of petrol, this, is that. He would just always, regardless of the situation, always come pick me up, take me to football, take me to whatever, even come drop, drop me home. And then I'd even speak about this to my, my parents. I'm like, oh, like, he's got such a good heart. Like he's, um, he's not, he's never counting anything or he's never keeping anything in his mind he's just always just so like openly just paying it forward because he's such a good friend he's got a good heart in it and because of that when I started driving I tried well I don't know if he agrees with me but I tried to pay it forward and like regardless of the situation I'll just always like even if it's for me to go out of my way I'll just try and like I don't know go give someone a lift or just um yeah make make their lives easier if it's like if it's in a situation where they're not driving or whatever come like go pick them up and drop them off um that's just like a very literal way that i've tried to pay it forward but i'd say that's probably how i've been inspired i don't think i've ever told you that siege so it's quite a nice moment for that's me really to, nice that's i like really driving maybe i like driving as well that's the thing i actually like driving as well Mm. no genuinely like for me like i just i just um, valued the, the the fact that we'd be spending time together even even if it's like you know a, a journey just to the park in the car or even yeah. a journey to east ham even like if we're stuck in traffic or whatever at the end of the day you're spending time with people that are really close to you mm-hmm. and yeah. i think i value the time more than the effort um and for that for that reason like you know i wouldn't i again i, I wouldn't you know keep tabs on how many times i've given you a lift or how many times whatever um it's just i guess you know you you start you start to realize that for example if it's it's, transcends space and time time yeah exactly there you go perfectly said wow yeah amazing amazing you know what that should have been word of the day I know I plan to outdo that with my word of the day. Nice. I'm really excited to share. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because yeah. I don't think to- Interstellar top movie. Like if you're taking yeah, another you- quote from Interstellar that tops yeah, that one, that'll be mental. Yeah. No, no, that's it's, 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 it's not another Interstellar quote. Quote from oh, okay. okay. Hey, go on, see, what is the what is the word, word of the day? Of the day? No, we do. Are we do word of the day now. 
Yeah, I, I think I feel like it's. A, I don't know unless you guys. Want no, no. To do you know what? Else, yeah, yeah. Let's like... let's let's finish it on the word of the day because I feel like yeah, this yeah. this one's been really wholesome, and mm. I don't want to talk about anything else that might kind of take that. So yeah, we'll, so what, we'll do. What, what what is word of the day? Anyone want to? Okay, so. So word of the day is a quote that you might have come across during your busy week, uh, something that you've read that really stuck with you, something that you feel like you want to share to pe- share with people um, in the hope that that will actually make a difference in their day, in their week, in their kind of month or whatever. Um, and for me, this quote, um, I had come across it a while ago. Um, I used to use an app called Tumblr. It's 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 a really good app. It, well, it used to be one that I used quite a lot, where I used to put a lot of random writing and stuff that I used to do, and like people also share that they were in views and they express themselves. But so let me let me get to the word of the day. Um, so the word of the day for me is, um, life is like a camera. Uh, just focus on what. Um, okay, let me start again. Life is like a camera. Just focus on what's um what's important. Um, capture the good times develop the negatives and if something doesn't turn out how you want it to then take another shot i love that that's yeah. beautiful where'd you get that from tumblr yeah so it was written by someone named dorothy spring um she's she's a writer um and yeah I, it, for me it's it's like a really way good way to kind of um think about certain situations that you might go through that you don't think you're particularly happy with um it, it's a really simple way to think about um how you know it's not the end of the world if something doesn't go your way um take another shot like, like a camera you know you've got you've got a million pictures on your phone um and you have to take every opportunity in your life in a similar way you know you have like a gallery full of different things that you might regret that you might um not be happy with it doesn't mean that you can't try to do something again um and i think that's the beauty of life basically just just keep trying focus on what's what's good what's important um it, i lo- i love the fact that you talk about ne- negatives um not just like the picture the picture but also negatives, negative yeah. experiences you know learn from them um and try again um don't don't give up on on something that you might not have succeeded first time yeah that's brilliant that's man. nice that's brilliant i'm gonna take that going into work tomorrow love that yeah. develop the negatives mate don't yeah. don't shy away from them. Don't like don't get yeah. disheartened by it, but just develop it. Work on yourself. Exactly. You know, if, if it doesn't work out the first away, time, take yeah, another take another shot. Well, Fact, exactly. Take another Embra- shot. Embrace the mistakes that you make, innit? Um, yeah. I think I think, I think you topped the interstellar quote. Yeah, that tops oh, it. Okay. Oh. That was yeah, honestly. <laughs> Big up Dorothy Sprig. Yes, Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but on that, yeah, I think. Note, yeah. Yeah. Go on, go on, go on, go on. It would be nice for you to end it because you did the intro, and it would be yeah. nice, nice little back. And oh, were you, you going to end it? No, 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 no. I was just waiting for one of you guys to be like on that note. No, no, no. Say what you said because now we can't end it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just gonna say on that note. I think I feel like we've had a very wholesome conversation. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I came into <laughs> we're gonna. I came into thinking we were going to beef over our top five list, but we ended up having a, a, the opposite yeah, yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just want to sort of close it off and just say that for those of you guys listening at home, I think we've dropped quite a few like sort of little nuggets which are like useful to take. Um, I think the word of the day definitely should resonate with you guys and sort of try to take that forward and try and show love to everyone wherever you go. Because... Um, Sometimes that's all people need just to sort of have a better day.
Yeah, exactly. 100%. And on that note, we'll see you guys in the next episode of the Waffle and Jam podcast. Peace. Thank you.